Hey, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll free, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. It's kind of hard to wrap your mind, your mind around the idea that money that you pay to the federal government, as reported in the Washington Free Beacon, uh, that the Biden Department of Health and Human Services uh, has now apparently adopting a a a policy prioritizing applicants, quote, in undeserved, underserved communities as defined under one of Biden's executive orders. An HHS spokesperson uh, telling the Washington Free Beacon that the grants would fund smoking kits with pipes for users of crystal meth and crack cocaine and any illicit substances. In other words, we're going to we're going to give addicts the needles, the crack pipes, you know, and, and a lot of this is defined as underserved communities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, in other words, government funded drug paraphernalia and areas where people can safely shoot up. Um, do you think that's the answer to help people that are committing slow suicide? Because if, if you keep doing meth and you keep doing crack cocaine and you keep shooting heroin into your system, I can tell you how it's going to end. It's not going to end well. And now the government's going to spend your money to help people, provide people with the paraphernalia to do it. I mean, you can't even make this up. Senator Kennedy, I mean, it's funny on the one hand, but there's nothing funny about it when we're paying for it. Listen. Unless you have the IQ of a garden pest, you know you cannot order a civilized society based on that worldview. And that's the problem that we have. And and look, I, I'm all I've passed bills dealing with with opioid abuse, uh, and and we're all concerned about the addiction problem. But you you want to hit the addiction problem in America a hard lick? Seal the border right now. President Biden's policy is this: if you are a Nigerian doctor or a German machinist who wants to come to America, you have to be vetted for years. But if you're some gangbanger drug dealer who just hops the fence at the border, you're welcome. And we'll fly you anywhere you want in America. Now, that's just bone deep down to the marrow stupid. Anyway, uh, we have Marsha Blackburn is with us. She wrote a letter to the HHS secretary uh, expressing grave concerns regarding this policy because they're talking about spending $30 million in harm reduction grants through the substance abuse and mental health services. And uh, this funding is going through. Uh, she joins us now, the great senator from Tennessee, uh, Senator Blackburn. Uh, that's about the dumbest idea I think I've ever heard in my life, but it doesn't surprise me. Well, it doesn't surprise us either because you look at what HHS has been doing all around COVID. You look at what DOJ has been doing around crime, this soft on crime policies that they have. And Sean, what we know is that this HHS political appointee, she worked for the House of Democrats. She worked for the Washington Post and now she's over at HHS. So she goes out here and she makes this statement. But the important thing is HHS has not disavowed that they're doing this. They've given some pushback. Jen Psaki's given some pushback. They have not clarified. They have not disavowed. Uh, they keep saying they're not distributing these drug kits, but what they are doing is 
funding the drug kits, and then these clinics are distributing. The thing is, the taxpayers pay in for this. It is all coming out of the taxpayers' pocket. It is their dollars that are being used in this social experiment that the Biden administration has decided they're going to carry out in these big blue cities. You know, it's it's pretty unbelievable. And is there anything that can be done to stop it? I mean, every Congress controls money. Can they defund this? If Republicans win in November, and I, I think we have a, a really great shot at taking the House, the Senate's a little harder because you got Florida, Georgia, you got North and South Carolina, uh, you got New Hampshire, you got Pennsylvania, you got, um, let's see, uh, Wisconsin, Ron Johnson's running, Ohio, Arizona, and and what else? Nevada. I mean, these are all important swing states. If there's ever a bellwether election uh, for the Senate, this is it. Do you think you take the Senate back? And if you have the House and Senate, can you stop the funding of of of, of crack pipes and drug paraphernalia? I mean, it's such an idiotic question, yeah. but. Well, it is, and it, this is the kind of thing people say, you know, you just can't even believe they would do something like this. But the point is, they are, and they've not provided the clarification. And as we look at a continuing resolution, I can guarantee you there will be language that says this money cannot be used for drug paraphernalia and making certain that this program is put to a stop immediately it is just above belief that anybody thinks that they are going to do this and continue to do it and sean it is going to require us as republicans to stay united to push back on all of this just unbelievable moves that the White House is trying to make because they know people will say, that is so far out there, there's no way that they would be doing that. But then, what do you know? You turn around, and that's exactly what they're trying to do. Whether it is this craziness with drug paraphernalia, funding that into these drug clinics, uh, whether it is trying to pack the court without ever calling a vote, trying to federalize elections and do that through executive orders. The list goes on and on. They're trying to radically change this country, and you're exactly right. We have to win the House and the Senate this year in order to put a stop to this. Uh, You've also been very outspoken. I'm, I'm calling it the Biden Communist Chinese Genocide Olympics. It's amazing how the International Olympic Committee would overlook uh, the treatment of of the minority Muslim Uyghur community and forced labor camps in China, uh, other human atrocities, COVID-19 they're overlooking, the territorial ambitions that are very clear, taking over Taiwan after the Olympics are over, uh, the crackdown in Hong Kong and, and all the other nefarious activities that this hostile regime is involved in. And you have been really outspoken about the Olympics in two separate ways. And the first one is that it's disappointing to you that NBC Sports is agreeing to broadcast the events at all and that the Chinese government is dictating what they're going to broadcast and showcase. Um, is it, do you mean when saying that, that that NBC has agreed to censorship and they're allowing the communist Chinese to dictate what is said and not said? The Chinese Communist Party has made it clear that they are conducting extreme censorship, and they have to have sign-off 
on things that are going to be reported coming out of there. I think we also saw the video of the Danish reporter who was silenced by CCP police. And what they're trying to do is to have extreme control over that message of how China is is being portrayed. What they are doing is locking up dissidents. They are silencing them. We know from the 2008 Olympics that were there, Sean, after they were over, the human rights abuses really accelerated what they did to the Tibetans trying to erase their heritage and uh, the, the way they have treated the dissidents, the way they've gone after people from Hong Kong, from Mongolia, what they're doing to the Uyghurs, uh, how they are trying to disappear people so that you have this China is wonderful message that is coming out of there. It's important to them. They intend to be globally dominant by 2050. This Olympics is a part of that process, pushing the digital yuan across the globe, having people download that app. They're being able to surveil people to start to build that digital footprint, or as I say, a virtual you of people so that they are into their wallets, into their information. Our athletes, the reports we're getting, not enough food, uh, bad housing conditions, all of this disadvantages our our elite athletes who have trained for years, have wanted all their lives to be there to compete. And it's why Senator Cotton and I started a year ago saying, let's have the USA Freedom Games. Let's compete here, not put our athletes in harm's way in communist China. I avoid all boycotts, but I don't really, I think that was would have been a great alternative. And then the free world could have chosen to stand up against the communist Chinese and this authoritative, uh, of the authoritarianism that is the regime. And too bad to the International Olympic Committee. Just like the WHO stood up and lied for China and was nothing but a mouthpiece of their propaganda as it relates to COVID. Um, just like the UN, frankly, you know, has been and has shown itself many times to be anti-American and, and frankly, anti-Israel and anti-Semitic even. So why we're involved and why we pay large sums of money to be part of these parts, uh, a big part of these organizations is meaningless to me. You know, um, now, as it relates to Nancy Pelosi, I was pretty shocked when she suggested that athletes keep their mouth shut uh, at the Genocide Olympics. And meanwhile, I'm thinking, I thought this was the land of the free, home of the brave, and we were real believers in free speech, and we're not going to speak out against genocide or Joe Biden excusing it away by saying they just have different norms than us. And then you raised a question this week about the Biden uh, family syndicate and all the money that they've been making from China. Yes, and when you look at the ties that are there between Biden Incorporated and Hunter, James, President Biden, and other family members, and you look at the money that they have been ra- raising and pulling Thirty-one in. million, according yeah. to Peter Schweitzer's new book. Yes, $1.5 billion dollar deal with the Bank of China. Three and a half million from a Russian oligarch, uh, Burisma in Ukraine. Do you believe Joe Biden and the Biden family is compromised by these countries? My concern is that they are compromised because Joe Biden has been soft on China. 
and he has not held them to account. And right now, I was talking with one of our farmers uh, this week, and when you look at what China was supposed to buy, based on their trade deal with President Trump and the amount of U.S. ag products that they were supposed to buy, they're falling woefully short. Our trade imbalance is the biggest it has ever been, Sean. And what is Joe Biden doing to defend our farmers right now? Nothing. What is he doing to stand up for our athletes and to say, hey, IOC, you need to make certain that they have food, that they have proper housing. He should be calling out Xi Jinping saying, what are you doing? These are our premier athletes. We're there to win the gold. And if they are not going to have a fair level playing field, for goodness sakes, this was our concern a year ago. Would Nancy Pelosi or anybody work with us on this? No, because they didn't want to challenge China. And these companies that are kowtowing to the communist Chinese because they are going for the green and they are looking for those dollars and they're putting that in front of the safety and well-being of our athletes. They're putting in front of our freedom and our freedom's causes. We ought to be calling the communist Chinese out. For well, the I, th- I, th- I the agree with labor. you. I don't see Biden doing it. No, he's um, not. You know, him sending 3,000 troops to to support NATO is meaningless. Him putting 8,500 troops on a, a higher state of alert and, and preparedness in anticipation of Putin invading Ukraine, that doesn't mean a thing. We're not going to war with Russia, uh, nor should we go to war with Russia. The way we break Russia is go after their economy, and that would be 50% of their economy is oil and energy. We outproduce them. We supply our Western European allies. That would break Putin. If you want to break China, okay, align every country you can get and stop importing things from China. We have the biggest trade deficit we've had in decades now. Well, that's exactly right. And back in November, I sent Biden a letter and I said, now is the time for economic sanctions. Now is the time for sales of lethal assistance to the Ukrainian army so they can protect themselves. And he didn't do any of that. He didn't want a coordinated diplomatic message. And so he is late to that. Putin and Xi Jinping met this week in China. They are the the heavyweights in the axis of evil, along with Iran and North Korea. And Sean, what we have to do is stand up, and it's going to be up to Congress to push back, because Joe Biden is perceived as being weak and rudderless and not wanting to offend the Russians. Senator, the I'll say Chinese. what you'll never say. I don't think the guy knows what day of the week it is. We have a real problem. It's a, a problem for the country and the world. Uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn, thank you for being with us. We appreciate it as it. always. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue. Look, there's only one week left. 60% off Genucel's most popular package for Valentine's Day. And from now until Valentine's Day, you're going to get their brand new Genucel anti-aging primer. It'll give you a radiant glow, flawless finish. You get that free with every order of Genucel's most popular package. Now, you, they use the same goodness that you all love with Genucel. And the new primer also adds botanical extracts to deeply hydrate, brighten your finished look to look your best. Linda loves it, swears by it. Linda? 
Yeah, I got to tell you, you know, the anti-aging primer is one of those things, ladies, you should be using this every single day. It helps to keep your finish smooth, no lines, no wrinkles, no nothing. And guys, if you're thinking about a gift for Valentine's Day, this is it. Go to GenuCell.com, get this for your lady today. I'm telling you, you cannot go wrong. It's an amazing primer product. It's really simple, ladies. You can treat yourself, guys. This isn't skincare. It's a gift of luxury for the special lady in your life. Just go to genucell.com, put the promo code Sean35 uh, in the promo box, and you'll save an additional 20%. That's S E A N 35. To look your best, it's always Chamonix. Just go to genucell.com. 800 941 Sean, you want to be a part of the program. Poll numbers continue to dive precipitously as it relates to joe biden we'll give you the latest numbers with our pollsters coming up When fake news gives you lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean Hannity is on right now. 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Linda, remember I asked the question as it relates to Joe Rogan about uh, what music is carried on Spotify? Uh, Is there music on there that uses offensive language and misogynistic and racist language? And the answer we now know apparently is yes. Now, the article that came out um, uh, today on Fox Business, um, apparently there are even sex traffickers, rapists, uh, anti-Semites that remain on Spotify and nobody talks about them. Social media mob continues to go after Joe Rogan. I, I I think the decision by Spotify has been made. I don't I don't think they're kicking him off the broadcast. Uh, they don't agree with what everybody says, but they want to be a true content provider. Now, apparently, there are currently a slew of convicted criminals on Spotify. Did you know that? Otherwise, I did disgraced, not. otherwise disgraced artists who have have not faced the same calls for deplatforming and cancellation and firing and boycotting. And look, I'm not making excuses for Joe Rogan. He never don't ever use that word ever. And then it's a question of will his audience accept his apology, believe it's sincere and will it be real over time? My expectation would be it will will be. That's my expectation. But don't you Um, think it's interesting? You just asked me a question, right? You just said, Linda, do you know about blah, blah, blah on Spotify? You know what I said? No. Do you know why? Because I have the freedom to choose to listen to that or not listen to that. doesn't mean I support it or I don't support it. It means I'm not listening to that. And I don't mm-hmm. know what the legal ramifications are for Spotify for having uh, people who may or may not have criminal backgrounds. That, to me, sounds like an issue for their legal department. But putting that aside, if they want to get up there and sing things and say things and do things, there's all sorts of things that people do that piss me off. I mean, there's no that that, well, that list one, is very long. One example in the article about uh, R&B legend R. Kelly, right, remains right. on the platform, rakes in close to five million listeners a month. That's a lot of people, right? Um, everybody probably has heard the the song "I Believe I Can Fly." It's a great song. It's from the film Space Jam. Um, I did not know. Did you know this article says that he was found guilty of 2021 of sex trafficking, racketeering, sexual exploitation of a child, kidnapping and more? 
Did you know that? I did know that. I knew all of that about R. Kelly, and I actually followed that trial very closely, and it was pretty gross. But, you know, again, he he went, paid his debt to society, stood in court, faced a jury, you know, and he was sentenced and he was convicted. So is, they talk about some other guy, Glitter, convicted of further sex crimes in his native England. Uh, and it's, you know, really, really serious stuff. Rape, indecent assault, sex with a girl under the age of 13. Uh, remains on Spotify, along with the majority of Glitter's work. Louis Farrakhan, founder of the Nation of Islam, a virulent anti-Semite and racist, militant black supremacist uh, from the, you know, from the early days we've chronicled him. He has several ties to high-profile Democrats, you know, blame the Jews, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, apparently Farrakhan Speaks, the minister's podcast, is available on Spotify. Did you know that? I didn't. I should listen to that. You should listen to my show more often. You're going to learn I, an awful lot. I need to get to the mothership, and I hear that Farrakhan knows the way. <laughs> I have heard that no, on this not, show. You, you, you are factually incorrect. Oh, you is it mo- Mother Wheel? The Mother uh, Wheel. Mother Wheel, pardon transported, me. And when he was transported from this earth to the Mother Wheel that hovers above the earth, he met in person a dead person. He says the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was in oh, the yeah. in the wheel. And as it began, it was in the southeastern sky. As it got darker and darker, this object began to dance for us. We got our binoculars and peeped at it, and it was changing colors, red and green, and it's true, yellow, and it was going up and down and right and left. And when it got real dark, real dark, the wheel began to just dip and dip backward and then come on back and dip again. We knew we weren't looking at a star. We told the Indians, check it. And I told the chief, I said, this is the power that I want you to know is with us today, chief. You don't have to fear the white man taking your land. God has come to give it all back to you if you come back to him. Uh Uh-huh. The mother wheel. That's where I'm headed next, to the mother ship. Uh, Chris is in Maryland. Chris on the Sean Hannity Show. Glad you called. How you doing, Sean? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, I just wanted to make a point. Uh, I'm tired of seeing people with coronavirus needing medical care getting shamed for not getting the vaccine. Now, my wife and I, we chose to get it, but it was our choice to get it. But and I look at the government; they sell tons and tons of tobacco. What if we? What if they just started shaming people who had cancer or smoked? I mean, it, it's wrong. Where would it stop? I mean, I, I get the feeling that well, you have people they, saying they, that you shouldn't be treated in a hospital if you didn't get the vaccine. Uh, are we going to stop treating heroin addicts and not give them Narcan and save their lives because they made a they made a really dumb life decision? Um, uh, and they put heroin in their arm and their system. No, we're gonna we're gonna save their life. Um, the say I, I think the analogy is applicable. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing: we should care about people, no matter what. And and I look at cigarette smoking. The government makes millions of dollars in tax money, and then on the other side, they're going, eh, you know, these guys smoked. We, we shouldn't, but you know, give them treatment. It should that would be wrong. And as far as to line that up in contrast to coronavirus. If a guy needs medical attention, he's got coronavirus, help that guy. I don't care what he did. It's the, it's the right thing to do. Look, I, at the end of the day, if you're taking people off transplant plant lists, that to me is not medicine. 
because that's right. You know, we're, we're now at a point in the virus and nobody wants to listen to the science. And the science is telling us vaccinated, vaccinated and boosted, vaccinated, boosted and natural immunity. You still can transmit the virus and you can even get the virus a second time because I know many My people that have has it right, just got over it the second time. And he had all the all the shots. So we know that uh, I don't know. Fauci changes his mind. Like, uh, I guess uh, the Hollywood stores change their 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 shoes. I don't know. You, you, you can't follow him because he keeps going down dark tunnels and he comes back and he kicks another tunnel. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, appreciate the call. Thanks, Chris. Uh, let us go to Gordon is in Alberta, Canada. Uh, Gordon, and you have a lot of uh, or your 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 fellow Americans, uh, not fellow Americans. You have a lot of Americans in solidarity with the truckers up there and what they're doing and uh, a lot of support from the American people. We have our own convoy building now as we speak. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Sean. And and what's going on in Ottawa right now um, is disgraceful. Uh, our Prime Minister uh, won't go out and talk to them. He's vilifying um, all the all the truckers down there as racist and uh, misogynist and and swastikas are, and Confederate flags and yeah. they're violent. And, and I haven't you know seen what? any of it. We, and, and we have people that there, none of that has happened. Was, I've not seen any of it. There was one. Uh, it was apparently a guy that was opposed to um, the swastika and stuff. I, I don't know. I, I hadn't seen it myself. But we have him, uh, our prime minister, the coward of the country, is uh, he's hiding. He won't go talk to them. Um, our media, uh, the mainstream media here, is uh, uh, doing the same thing as what the prime minister and, and a lot of the politicians are doing, vilifying the, the, the protest. Uh, the only one media outlet that is following it is uh, Rebel Media, and uh, we're seeing Fox Media uh, when we here up here following it and and telling the truth about what's going on. It's a peaceful protest. Uh, a friend of mine, hey, listen. If it wasn't, people. I would condemn it. I don't support yeah, and I would violent protests. And we have uh, in southern Alberta here. We have right at the border, the Montana Alberta border. We have. Uh, a, a convoy that has blocked the border, shut it down. They've been letting some traffic through, but when the politicians and the police here started lying to them, um, they just shut it down again. And uh, looking at Trudeau yesterday in the question period in the House of Parliament, the man looks scared. He looks like he is running scared. He doesn't know what to do next. He's a spineless, and- gutless, you know, leftist, radical socialist that has no that, that just it's the same playbook that the socialist democrats in america use slander smear besmirch lie call people racist and transphobic and homophobic and, and every other name in the book and you yeah. know what he's doing a disservice he's supposed to be a public servant he was elected to serve the people of canada and exactly. it, look I'm, he works he works for us we don't correct. work for him fire him there's yeah. my advice next chance you get fire him um, to do right now. Hang in there. Well, we uh, a lot of Americans supporting us. Don and Lake Ronkonkoma. What's up, Big Don? Welcome aboard, sir. Hey, Sean. Thank you so much for taking. Well, welcome call. aboard the Mother Wheel. <laughs> I remember that from years ago, and uh, it still stays with us. It's it's incredible. But uh, I, Sean, it's now time for Joe Biden's cognitive abilities. Uh, they have to be fully tested. Perhaps maybe at the State of the Union speech. 
after the shocking stupidity of distributing new crack pipes across the country for crack and crack and crystal meth users. Biden's Health and Human Services Department has allocated $30 million for this idiocy. It's amazing. You know, I got to tell you something. I've lived, I thought I've seen it all. Yep. I never thought it would happen here. They've been talking over the years, needle exchange programs, et cetera, et cetera. You know, now they have, oh, get your drugs tested to make sure you're not going to die from an overdose center. Uh, yep. They actually set them up at clubs rather than discouraging the drug use. I'm not going to spend my life like, for example, I run into in New York City homeless people all the time mm-hmm. and, and and I'll talk to them. Uh, I'll say you clean and sober. I said, what are you going to if I give you money, what are you going to use it for? Yeah. I said, do you drink? Do you do drugs? I asked them. And if I determine that they're uh, Schiff as an Adam Schiff faced, or if I determine that I think they're going to use it for, you know, to get more drugs or, or drink themselves to death, I'm not going to participate in that. If they're really hungry and they need money, I gladly, you know, I'll hit them with a 20. I'll hit them with a 50 sometimes and say, OK, go on, go have yourself a good meal and, and maybe, you know, get a warm cot for the night someplace. Yeah, because, they have you know, these these places that they can sleep. That are very well, inexpensive. Is, well, this is some political stunt, Sean. Uh, you know, I'm waiting to hear that uh, Joe Biden has promoted his son Hunter as the new crack pipe czar. And I, I don't know how the hell this is going to reduce the unmistakable crime wave over uh, overrunning uh, Democrat-run cities. Nobody seemed to care that Hunter used the N word an awful lot. You I got to tell you that. Yep, you said you said. I just came back from vacation, Sean. I was away for a week, and I I took a cruise down there. Uh, it's Southern Caribbean. It was nice to get out of the uh, Empire Strikes Back state of New York. You never should have come back. <laughs> I had to come back. <laughs> you made a mistake. Go back. Quick, while you can. You betcha. Oh. All right, Dom, we love you. Thanks, man. Back to our busy phones. Let's say hi to Jeff is in Texas. What's going on, Jeff? Thanks for checking in. Hey, hey, Sean. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. I'll get right to my point here. Um, as you know, the the libs or the Dems marching cry over the last decade or more has been follow their follow the science, right? But really, what they mean is follow their liberal view or version of follow the science. You know, fast forward now, and you've got all these red states and blue states that are systematically dismantling that version of it as it relates to these mask mandates, what's going on in Oregon and New York and Virginia. I just think there's a a golden opportunity for us to dispute the liberal version of follow the science as it relates to global warming. I mean, they're asking us to... um, believe the people that got it so astronomically wrong on mask mandates to believe that the world's coming to an end in six years, I think is what AOC says. I, I, we need somebody from the Republican leadership to speak up and really start to put some cracks in their version of follow the science as it relates to global warming. Uh, listen, I'm going to tell you, the science changes. Well, it changed over time, and Newsweek was saying the next ice age is coming. And then the the Earth is going to you know, get so warm that we're going to disintegrate. We're going to burn out. Uh, and there won't be any human life able to exist. 
And then that didn't pan out. So then now they have this generic climate change so that if it's hot, it's climate change. It's man-made. It's if it's cold, they got an excuse there. If it snows, if it doesn't snow, if there's a tsunami or not a tsunami, if there's a hurricane or not a hurricane, if there are tornadoes and not tornadoes, all these things that have happened all throughout the decades. It's just convenient science once again to advance a political agenda. I mean, that that that's the whole thing here. If they really believed in the science, they'd be quoting the John Hopkins study about draconian measures, lockdowns, etc., as being as having not worked, no no impact whatsoever, and should never be tried again. And yet they cling to their one size fits all medicine. That's not scientific. That's the opposite of being scientific. Anyway, Jeff, God bless you, man. Appreciate the call. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, you want to be a part of the program? 